When you play pretend, you don't have to be real. Some bears live circus lives, but this bear, he's singing with the housewives. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome to the Real House Bears. I love that. I love how your podcast talks about me all the time. You're obsessed with me. <laughs> Your podcast is probably what gave uh, Heather the black eye. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love it. I mean, it's hard not to say, to think. Anytime that you say, oh, I love that, it's hard not to think about Lisa. In my daily life, I do it all the time. Oh my gosh, I love them. I love it. I love this. It's just like my invite. That's so gorgeous. I love it. Oh my gosh, I love it. 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 I love that. I love it. I love it. I don't just like them, I love them. And Lisa Barlow sent us the sweetest message on Instagram. She this did. Week. She's she's so nice to us. She, she is, is very so nice, to nice to us. We we, we stand Lisa, but then again, we stand all of the women. On the show. Yeah, but I do like Lisa a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I love them all. I but yeah, Lisa is always. I so wish Lisa nice and, to us. and Heather can get along. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be nice. We would love. We would love that. I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> um, I loved our Christmas together. Yes, we had a great Christmas together. I have to say, Hunter out Christmas me this year and the gift. And the, the gift giving. Mm-mm. Yeah, you really thought of some very thoughtful gifts. You know, we like to have experiences and we like to make memories. And this year we kind of had a staycation. We normally go somewhere for Christmas. So this year we just got a, I got, my my gift was a local hotel room that had a hot tub in it. Which was awesome. It was nice because the hot tub was like right in the room so we could watch movies. And the pool and the hot tub in the lobby was open 24 hours. The pool was open 24 hours. I was blown away. I was, I've never seen that in a hotel. No, me either. Me either. I was, that. I mean, we were literally in the pool at like 11 o'clock watching a movie. Yep. But you really, like, as far as, like, opening up our stockings and opening up our presents, like, you got us some distillery tours, mm-hmm. which is something that we love to do. You got me a pedicure. Which you love to do. Yes. Like, you gr- your group hunting was impressive. It was, a, it was a good game. It was a really good game. It was very exciting. So, thank you. Merry Christmas. Well, you got... My watch, a new watch put into my dad's watch, so now I wear my dad's watch. Yeah. But, um, and you got me that headache wrap. Yeah. And you got me a cigar ashtray. I did, and the massage gun. And the massage gun. And I've been massaging you more than I ever have before. I know you did last night. So, yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Maybe that will be my New Year's resolution, is to use the massage gun on you. Yes. That I bought for you. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we agreed to this. Do you have New Year's resolutions? To get back into my fitness and to try to do more crafts. Working on my fitness. Mm-hmm. I kind of look at New Year's resolutions just more as goals than like, I have to check this box, you know? I see it more as just, it's a good reset. It's like, what's yeah. a better time to do a reset than the end of the year to the beginning of the year? And I don't start mine until January 2nd. 
Because when I wake up on January 1st, I don't feel good no. <laughs> normally. And, and you're I, still drinking and eating crap into the New Year's too from the parties. I, yes, and I want, so I need something like greasy with lots of bread in it just to make <laughs> up more the night before. My friend, uh, my, my good friend from seventh grade, um, she posted, she's like, I don't know if I'm going to go to the living room New Year's party this year. I didn't make it last year, so I'm not going to go this year. And I'm like, I saw you at one of the years, and you're asleep by 10.30 on the couch. Because <laughs> everybody in our age now just has living room parties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and I have living room parties until 10 o'clock. Until. Until 10 o'clock. Until 10. Party's over. Day is over. Yeah. Well, I can't stay up very late anymore these days. We're lame. Unless I have a really long nap from like 5 to like 8. <laughs> like a, yes, a good yeah. strong three-hour nap. Yes, to help you power through until the wee hours. Yes, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Another nice Christmas gift was getting to do our hundredth episode with Heather and Dre, which was a joy. If you guys didn't hear it, it was our hundredth episode. Last episode, yeah, it was so much fun to hang out with them and catch up. Yeah, and eat some awesome Chinese food. I've been thinking about the Chinese restaurant next to Beauty Lab ever since we ate there. It was good. It was really good. It was really good. good. I can't, I, we're going back soon. Yes. We're going back soon. Well, I wouldn't tell a little white lie about it. Like, it was really that good. I'd give you a black eye if you lie about it. Bring it, bitch. Let's get into the episode. White lies and black eyes. Yeah, we're, I mean, the episode came out a week ago, so thank you for everyone just for tuning back in and listening since you've heard everyone else's take but you know i haven't i haven't had time to listen to any other bravo podcasts or watch a whole lot of bravo other than um, this morning i watched some real housewives of miami yeah and remembered that yeah. I have another husband to add to the list. I'm going to have to add him to my list, too, because, dang, he yeah. is hot. I don't know who he is. Dr. Nicole's husband. Dr. Nicole's Oof. husband. I think his name is Anthony. He's got a cute beard. Yeah, he's, he's really cute. cute. He's up there with Frank and Seth and Justin. And I mean, uh, he might be top of my list now. He's oh, really hot. wow. Him and then Justin, probably. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh-oh, don't tell Justin. No, I won't. You're going to have to take that one up with your daddy. I won't tell Frank either. <laughs> Are you serious right now? I just don't want you sleeping around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. We also watched that movie Spirited that was Will Ferrell and, and Ryan yes. Reynolds. You could either see it in the theaters or watch it on Apple+. Plus. We watched it on Christmas morning in the theaters, and... It is like my new favorite horror, uh, horror. Christmas movie, um, because just a while ago I was like I would like he put, Corey put on a scr- uh, bear put on a Scrooge movie and I was like I've seen a, a million Scrooge movies They're, it's just another animation form blah 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 but this spirited movie was a brand new take on Scrooge and I loved it it was so surprisingly sweet like it was so sweet that it made me cry multiple times it was hilarious. Of course, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Right, were, How can you go wrong together. with that? Yeah, I loved the storyline. It was really sweet. It was really original. It was really colorful and exciting to look at. Songs were fun. And it just really got your heart. In the Christmas mode. Yeah, and like I said, I cried at least three times. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, really good. I felt it. I cried with him. I believe him. In contrast, last week's episode of Salt Lake City starts off like a horror episode. 
Yeah, it, they're it's like last week editing. on Salt Lake. This week, Salt Lake. I was waiting for that like little saw puppet to come in <laughs> and be like, "This is just a game. Yeah. <laughs> Can you make it out alive?" No, <laughs> it's got like warped voices and quick cuts and. Lots of screaming chaos. and yelling and lots of chaos is appropriate for this season of Salt Lake City. And like that DJ was playing a song that said "Party Never Killed Nobody," oh. and they highlighted that. Oh wow! <laughs> and I didn't even catch it. Yeah. And it ends with Heather either opening or closing her door. I can't tell. Which. This is the opening or locking. One of the two. This is the episode of Who Gave Heather a Black Eye Murder Mystery Party. Yeah, oh my god! And it is. Yeah. You know, the Housewives love to have a murder mystery party, so they found a way to make it real life. This Seriously. Because <laughs> now we got to figure out who gave her the black eye. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. What the, what the f- happened? Oh my god. And what happened? What happened? Oh, but what happened? Oh my gosh. Well, everybody's waking up. And I was like, do people have to like pretend that they're waking up for the camera? You know? I don't know that. I mean, there are people in their bedroom. Do they go in there like, all right, it's time to get up. It's 1030 or something. I I can't imagine that they would. I mean, we all know it's no secret that they love to film entrances where the, they might have already been there. I, I, it has to be that they they had to have already been awake. There's just no way well, and someone's I, and like, coming in there with a camera to wake them up. And I sleep naked or in a jog strap, if right. I, even if I'm like traveling and stuff. So if they came in there right when I'm waking up, like they're going to get a I'd say most full. of those women probably sleep naked too. Probably, I mean, who's, when was the last time anybody slept in pajamas? Like pajamas. I, I mean, I don't know, but it's rare that you and I even wear clothes at home. Bacon and berries. Oh, yeah. It's rare that we even wear pants to recording the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I barely what wear... What shirt am I wearing for filming today? And when I do wear underwear, it's usually just a jock strap. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that it's a, it's a little bit set up, but it looks for, really... For a lot of the ladies that don't have gay friends out there, jock straps are like the gay... The, underwear. It's like yeah. what men, gay, gay men, men don't wear barely jocks. wear briefs. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> they wear jock straps, even though they're not an athlete or anything. The only person I want to see naked is John Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody looks like hell, <laughs> and Jen Shaw is carrying a fan around. Hey, man, sister. she hasn't even taken her makeup off yet. That I, that's me carrying around a little fan. I'm like, it is it hot. Is. <laughs> I turned to you and I was like, "There's Hunter Harden mm-hmm. right there." The, no surprise there. But Heather sends a text. The texts start. She has a problem and she is serious. Jen is whisked off away and goes to Heather's room. Um, but do you, you did notice that Jen woke up in a different bedroom. Like she did not right, stay the Right, she didn't wake up in Heather's room. Yeah. Right. Well, at least the way they filmed it. Yes. <laughs> so Heather is wearing her Gay Pride Edition Beauty Lab and Later t- Laser T-shirt. I have one. Yes, we both do. And she has on the darkest sunglasses imaginable, like what a blind person would wear probably. And she takes them off and reveals the black eye. The eye heard around the world. <laughs> My gosh. The eye seen around the world. So when Jen asks, so Jen first asks her what happened, and Heather says she doesn't know. So Jen gets ice at, to, for Heather to Thank God. Her That's the first thing I would have done. I'd be like, get some ice on that. Right, right. <laughs> 
Heather has lipstick and scratches all over her hands and arms. arms and back. Apparently. We don't know that yet, but yeah, yes. even on her back. So Heather, sa Heather says that she doesn't want to get anyone in trouble. So she needs Jen's help if no one's willing to talk about last night. Now we need to come up with a cover story, which is weird. And Jen has, of course, the perfect cover. <laughs> A spider laid eggs in your eye. A spider poison? I texted you to come over to help me. I'm not telling you that a spider laid eggs in my eyeball. That's I'm not, that's, I don't think that story is going to fly. The, I love this scene with Jen because do you see how committed she gets to this? And she starts to believe it herself. Like, people die from that. <laughs> People will die from that. And like later on, she's like talking about excuses and stuff. And like, she went to the club and got a black eye. Girl, you didn't even bring me. Tether ate peanuts and has a peanut allergy and then rubbed her eye. She swiped right on Tinder and invited someone over and sh got rough. Heather got in a bar fight. Bitch, you went out without me. <laughs> like she believes her lie, her own made up story so much. She's so committed to it. I love her. So they just agree that Heather's story is going to be, what is Heather's story pretty often? I don't know what happened. Perfect. Yeah, that I just don't know. It. Poke holes in that. <laughs> I don't remember. I believe uh, the fifth. I don't remember. <laughs> I, my titties were out. Next thing I know, I got a black eye. Maybe her titties hit her in the face and gave her a black eye. And, and what's funny is, um, I don't know if it was uh, with Heather that we heard this, or, yeah, it was with Heather. She said that that night... She like took off all of her makeup and stuff and had her phone plugged in and got in her pajamas and stuff at night. So she like, I don't know when this could have happened. It could have happened after she went to bed. Um, I don't know. Well, Heather McDonald is still convinced it was me. Oh yeah, Heather. <laughs> Heather McDonald posted on one of your pics over the break. <laughs> and listen, if I could have gone on that cast trip, could you have imagined? I really, 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 really wish you were here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So they call Meredith over, and Meredith's like, what is going on, you guys? Tell me, what is, like, you're acting crazy. Are you going to kill me? What are you going to kill me? <laughs> this is what it's how it's going to end. You guys are going to kill me right now. Yes. <laughs> but Meredith's reaction to Heather taking off her glasses is pretty incredible. I think it was the world, how the world acted, too. <laughs> yeah, it was, but her reaction was pretty great. Yeah. It was pretty great. So we see footage of them together until almost 5 a.m., yeah, like so 4.50, it was probably 5 a.m. From 5 a.m. to, I, it's about afternoon now. Yeah, it's like 11, maybe. So Jinshaw leaves for a moment, and Meredith's like, do you have scratches on your back, too? Heather says she does, but she is still insistent that she doesn't know what happened. Yeah. What's going on with Heather? So Ugh. cut to Lisa going into Whitney's room, and she asks Whitney if she's feeling any better about the Heather situation since last night. Because, you know, we do see a flashback of Heather like, listen, if there's anything I need to clarify, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I really am truly sorry. Mm -hmm. So he Whitney really just doesn't feel better about it, but what she really doesn't feel good about is Meredith. It's now Mal how she feels Meredith is a puppet master. Yeah. How she gets other people to say these things, and then she's like, well, I didn't say it. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. And... Or I didn't bring it up, or anything like that. No, I'm not going to say that Meredith doesn't do that a little bit. I, Me 
Uh, like she Meredith, does. she does do that a little bit, but yeah. every housewife does. Yeah. But I mean, Whitney, you really spilled some tea there. Yeah. You know? I have nothing to feel guilty for. So Whitney thinks that Meredith is just trying to get revenge against Lisa for the hot mic moment that will never end. Which by the end of this episode, I believe. It could be. I believe it. It could be. I think it is. And Meredith just wants everyone to talk trash about Lisa Barlow mm -hmm. at any cost to make up for it. Yes. So all the ladies get together before their daily activities, and Heather is like, I don't want to, I just don't want to talk about this. I just really don't want to talk about this. And I think it's because Heather is still putting together the pieces. Yeah. I think that she doesn't want to say anything that, um, you know, that she hasn't really thought through. And, and like what the repercussions could be. Blah, blah, blah. And maybe, maybe she's trying to see if there's any footage. Yes. May, that could be a thing. Maybe she's like, I don't want to say anything that may or may not be right or wrong or could get someone in trouble. Um, if there's footage of this, there, you know, there's we saw that there's a security camera in her room. Mm -hmm. I mean, they had to have got they had to have gotten it. Yeah, so people might want. I know all of the world is so frustrated by this. We all are. We all are. Yeah. But consider that you know some things might be out of her hand. So. Lisa tells everyone about getting suffocated by Judge Sean <laughs> She's traumatized by it. I mean, Lisa is such a non-sexual type yes. person. I, it's so funny to me. That, that Jen Shaw is the first, was the one to do it to her, yes. too. I love it. So Whitney's like, I want to recap. I heard a lot of commotion. but How come nobody came in my room mm, with titties? Right. And I feel like Heather kind of thought that she was asking about the black eye because she kind of, the way she, Heather starts talking about that black eye, she's like, well, I did hear things get really rowdy and I think we all know what happened, you know. And the big reveal. Yeah. But then, a moment later, Heather really kind of contradicts that she doesn't know what happened. Yeah, she so does she say she doesn't from, know what happened. So she went from, I think we all know what happened, to I don't know what happened. But either way, I'm not interested in talking about it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the bottom line about it right now. So the women leave and they go to a go-kart activity, which looks like a blast. Yeah, I've actually done this in uh, Carousel, I think in the Dominican Republic or something. Oh, with, yeah? Yeah, with my ex. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Oh, that sounds like a blast. It was a lot of fun. And it started raining a little bit towards the end, so everyone got really muddy. And so everybody on the cruise knew who went on that excursion. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Heather wants to ride with Lisa Barlow because she knows that Lisa will just talk and talk and talk. And she even says she won't even remember that I was there. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, the whole conversations, like as soon as they get going on the, on the go-karts, everybody's talking about Heather's eye. Yeah. And then cut to Lisa and she's talking with herself. Yeah. Basically, she's talking to it's herself. so funny. She's having a full conversation with herself about her clothes and... The uh, edit is so, she, and, edit is so great. She wants to dress herself. <laughs> and Dana is so happy that she has Heather's eye to talk about because Jen what else? Shaw got in the car with her. She's terrified. So she's like, oh, whew, at least we have something to talk about. Seriously. <laughs> but Lisa, she's like, I, I like to dress myself, so I don't like it when they send me clothes. And so I tell John, I just want to like, dress myself. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. So... <laughs> 
it's hysterical that Whitney gets stuck and no one from production will help her. That's what I was laughing about. Because she's literally like, I don't think they can go in reverse, but she tried to do a U and it did not work. And traffic, I don't know if they added that honk in, but they probably honked at her. Probably, and it looks like some stranger had to Some help stranger her. out of the first car helped her. The production is just like, get yourself out of this. We can't, we're not here. Quit looking at us. This is reality, This honey. is reality, honey. We're not here. <laughs> oh my gosh. So after the ride, some women are going to a winery. The others are going rollerblading. So when Dana, Lisa, and Whitney arrive, Whitney is like, this is not rollerblading. These are roller skates. These are skates. I would have to say rollerblading is probably easier to balance on because it has more behind you and in front of you, the wheels. Skates, you kind of have to have a good center, like, gravity. But Whit to move on them, it's the same. Whitney agrees with you. Whitney's, Whitney's like... Very, <laughs> Whitney's very upset. No. She's breaking her roller uh, the, crew. Yes. Do you know what... Um, being a rollerblader in high school or middle school was not cool back in the day. Oh, like, really? We called them... Everyone called them fruit booters. Fruit booters? Fruit booters. One of them fruit booters. Well, hey, fruit booter. And then rollers, um, then the scooters came out, but I never got to hear the lingo on that because I didn't, I wasn't going to skate parks by then. Oh. I definitely wasn't going to go with a scooter. I remember when rollerblades came out. <laughs> yes. A stick with a wheel on it, a stick through a wheel. But I was like Lisa Barlow. When I was a kid, I was in my roller skates 24 hours a day. I was just like Tootie on The Facts of Life. Mm -hmm. I wore my roller skates to dinner. I wore my roller skates in bed. And I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I... But unlike Lisa Barlow, it has not come back to me as easily. As quickly and easily. But I'm com I'm shaped completely differently. She still probably weighs the same that she did. She's been the same shape, yeah. <laughs> so it's been, not been as easy for me to pick roller skating back up. But she looks like the picture of her roller skating with that ice cream is such a beautiful picture. I wrote, uh, they get ice cream and Lisa looks like a, a CoverGirl Herbal Essence commercial. Or yes. even like one of those like depression commercials. Like where they finally get on the like the yes. antidepressants and they they're riding off and yes. looking at it and yes. the hair's blowing. It was perfect. It was yes. like the best shot of the season. I feel it was beautiful. It was like, like nice she was shot. licking You're it, right. smiling. If it was a like beauty shot shoot for America's Next Top, Top Model, Model, she would have won. She would have won that challenge. She would have won that challenge. Yeah, roller skating and eating. And like Whitney and Dana are the other contestants, and so they have to switch. And like, they have to look like they're they have to. <laughs> Be there, but not steal focus. Yes. Yes. Oh my That's God. such a good challenge. That's a great top model. Mm -hmm. yeah, and you had to keep up and skate. I only have one photo in my hands. And this photo represents the girl that is still in the running to become America's next top model. I will only call one name. And the girl that I don't call must immediately return to her home stay here in Tokyo, pack her belongings. And go home. Yeah, Lisa definitely won the challenge this week. Yeah, I was very she proud of her. She gets to stay in the master suite. He, oh, yeah. <laughs> so over at Espinosa Vineyards, Roberto and Noel greet the ladies, and of course, with a charcuterie board. Heather is not having this anymore. She wants a meal. She wants something that she has to use a fork and knife. I would be the same way. Can we get a normal meal that requires utensils? I am sick of the rolled up cheese, the tiny crackers, the cluster of grapes. I've seen every version. 
I would like a version that's just on a plate with a fork and a knife. I, I'm I, like, I'm a housewife. Part of the thing is that you get to go to fancy restaurants and eat five-star food. I'm, I'm tired of cheeses and meats. Yes. Um, it, this part reminded me of me getting yelled at by Heather during our podcast. Before we were doing our podcast of our 100th episode, we are eating Chinese food. And there's just this huge chunk of orange chicken that I just didn't <laughs> want to shove in my mouth and chew with an open mouth. And so I'm using this tiny, fli- this fork. Plastic. Flimsy. Fork. Trying to, f- I was stabbing it a bunch in the middle to try to cut it <laughs> in the middle. And like push it through. And Heather was in the middle of talking with Bear. And she's like, Hunter, pick it up and put it in your mouth. I can't watch you try to do this anymore. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I forgot. I, I don't need to be a gentleman or anything with with any of these ladies. <laughs> so the ladies stop to talk about their cart rides and Heather's Eye. Whitney thinks it was Jen Shaw. Mm-hmm. And... Why is Heather trying to cover it up other than to protect Jen Shaw and the you know her law situation? And then over at the winery, Meredith also addresses the eye. She's like, "We're we're concerned." And the way she, Heather keeps laughing it off and making it not so, such a big deal, but then still making it kind of a big deal, is very unsettling. And I don't like it. It's not fun anymore. It's, it's not edited well. That's for darn sure. No, I'm not interested in this. Especially in Heather's confessional when the producer's like, are you not going to tell us what happened? And Heather's like, well, I'm not going to say unless someone else says it. Mm-hmm. So again, I really feel like Heather is in like an investigation mode right now. I really feel like there's more to it that we don't know. Be- and also, we also have to remember that this is all edited together. It could be in different order. It could be different days. Like it could. I mean, be... it could be. It could have been Jen Shaw doing it late at night, and Heather doesn't want to add a some blow up that she has all the time and knows the pressure that Jen Shaw is, is under and is not willing to add more to her case of being in jail time for assault during her big trial to be away from her kids I just more. figured out it was Jen Shaw's breasts. It was Jen Shaw's breasts. But what about the scratches? Does she have uh, a nipple ring or pasties? Sh- that's what no one... That's what they don't want anyone to know. <laughs> they don't want anyone to know that Jen Shaw's breast is pierced. Her nipples are pierced. Oh, my gosh. And she went to smother Heather like she did Lisa Barlow. Mm-hmm. And Heather doesn't want her to get in trouble. Well, listen, your dick has given somebody a black eye in real life. So it's it's probably true that Jen Shaw's breast. Oh my gave god, her a black we eye. just solved it. Great. That's uh, we just solved it. Let's call it. Heather and let her know we have finally figured it out. Yes. Let's call Jen Shaw and be like, good job. <laughs> Not that you gave her a black eye, but like dang, that's a that's a that's an accomplishment. No, we're gonna call Heather and say, You have to listen to this week's episode. <laughs> We figured it out. We have finally figured it out. Our sleuthing skills are incredible. We're like uh, the Hardy Boys. We are practically the Hardy. We're like... We're the Babysitter's Club. Or um, Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Ooh, that's a good one. Or like uh, uh, Chip and Dale. (gasps) Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, Rescue Rangers. (laughs) I feel like this is probably a good place to stop. Okay. Since we just kind of went off the rails for a minute, sure. don't you think? Sure, and we'll just get back into um, 
uh, what Heather is, um, yeah, Heather's hurt by Whitney still, obviously. Oh, I, yeah, I do want to talk about that. Okay, well, we'll come back to um, the, the ladies talking about Heather's black eye again. Okay, yeah. I'll just mark this spot. There you go, that's smart. And we will know that's where to start when we get back. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Bye. Ready for a shot? This is Jen Shaw from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to the Real House Bears podcast. And we're back. Before we get back to the winery and back to Heather's Black Eye, I just want to point out the sweatshirt I'm wearing today. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who have video, one of my choir members, McKenna, got me this awesome sweatshirt created by Alice and Bravo Land. If you, on Instagram, Alice and Bravo Land. That on the front says, What's Easter without a hymn? And let me see, let me just turn around and see if I can. And on the back, it says... There you go, right there. I'll, I'll take, take him and him and him. And him. him, and him. I'll have him and him and him. <laughs> I love it. You're a shirt. I'm a shirt. So thank you, Alice and Bravo Land, and thank you, McKenna, for my awesome gift. I it was, love it. I do love it. I, I was love I was pretty beyond excited to find out that I was a shirt. It yeah. was pretty special. It's pretty I mean you're Papa you're Papa. You're you are Papa. You are part of the Bravo um, history. And hopefully just the beginning. Yes. The momentum is starting. So let's go back. We're at the winery. Meredith has addressed the eye. Heather doesn't want to talk about it, especially if someone else doesn't say it. But it's not worth getting worried over. And Meredith's like, well, we are worried. Yeah. But if you don't want to talk about it right now. I understand that. But it's this is wrong. This isn't okay. <laughs> yeah. Heather's just really sad that normally it would be Whitney that she would go to first. Mm -hmm. You can tell hearing about the friendship break really hurt her feelings. Yeah, she just uh, she just doesn't understand how Heather not Heather doesn't understand that her not wanting to be dragged into a rumor is going to break their friendship up because it, it's not even a. A, something to break a friendship up over. Right. And plus, you're using this rumor to be Cleanse on yourself. Team Lisa. Uh, and to be on yeah. Team Lisa. Like, and, you were telling Lisa that I was saying these things. Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you use anything that I may or may not have said in the past against me? And if you're worried about everybody talking about me behind my back, maybe you should stop doing that. <laughs> so, but it all just kind of boils down to, man, normally if I had a black eye, the first person I would run to would be Whitney Rose, and this makes me sad. Yeah. So, Jen suggests that Whitney and Lisa are so close because, you know, Whitney's going through a hard time. Justin lost his job. So, Lisa's going through stuff, too. Then the ladies all get into Lisa's financing. But mostly and, Meredith. Right. Mostly Meredith talks about Lisa's money issues. Like, I'm like... You are dropping a lot of bombs. And, like, you're standing by by it, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we hear all about an SEC filing. We hear about crowdfunding. We hear about lows, loans that are below market value. 
<sighs> and then over on the other team with Dana, Whitney, and Lisa, we find out that Meredith had this exact same conversation it, it with Dana and um, Whitney a few days ago. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> later on, when Meredith's like, I talked about it in passing, I'm like, oh, Meredith. I know, I love that. <laughs> oh, Meredith. Well, I talk about it, but in passing. <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa explains, she's like, listen, this is not about Vita. It's about some other international brand. My, you know, my Vita's doing great. Yeah. Sorry, my company isn't failing. It's actually thriving. So Meredith said that family kids and business are all off limits well now meredith has talked about all those things mm -hmm. so watch out i'm ready to go meredith even tried to say that i had mental issues oh yeah well i'm not the one who pops pills Pop all day pills. no i don't pop pills bitch you do this is a fun uh, skating day <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun skating day so on the way back from the vineyard, Angie Kay's like, okay, I need you all to explain more about all this SEC What things. is crowdfunding? What is this? like? And Meredith and Heather, really, and a little bit Jen Shaw also explained that it's normally for startups and for people who don't have money. Well, Jen Shaw definitely does the digging and finds it on her phone. Yeah, just to show. <laughs> but these women, since Lisa said either earlier this season or last season that she's wealthier than all of them. Mm -hmm. Guess what? I am f***ing richer than all of you. I don't need to f***ing be here. It's these, been bugging these women. These women love to say, well, for someone who's the richest of all of us. I know, that really bugged them. They say it like four or five times in oh, this episode. In other episodes too. It's so funny to me. They love to bring that up. But Angie is very suspicious about this and uncomfortable about the conversation without Lisa here. Right, She right. could tell that it's like, this is toxic behavior. So first, Angie Kay's like, can we talk about this? And then she's like, then, oh, but I feel bad talking about this. And now I feel this. bad about talking about it. But she didn't ask so much about Lisa's situation. She just she wanted just to understand clarity. what the crowdfunding is. Right. Like, why is this a bad thing? It didn't really feel like Lisa was throwing, or I mean, Angie Kay was throwing no. Lisa under the bus, but it could be, it could be. So they all fill her in. And as soon as they get back, Angie K goes straight to Lisa's room. Well, of course, once she gets ready for the goddess party. Mm -hmm. Lisa is totally not on theme for this party. I She's don't... never on theme anymore. I'm getting very upset with her not being on theme with things. She did For that sexy pajama party, she didn't do the theme. This is a total cop-out and lazy. I'm upset with it. It's cute, though. It's a cute outfit, but not for a goddess party. 2022 Helen of Troy. Helen of Troy wouldn't wear that? No, no. You're right. It's irritating. You better give her a what for. Lisa, <laughs> what for? <laughs> so Angie K tells Lisa all about what everyone was talking about that day. Angie K does think that Meredith is, you know, a stirrer. Mm-hmm. And gives a really great feather analogy. We know Meredith loves her feathers. Birds of a feather fly together, but they're not pretty birds. They're seagulls. And everybody hates seagulls because they shit on people. Well, she talks about seagulls and how <laughs> everyone hates seagulls and they poop on everybody. Yeah. Well, Angie... Your Mormon ancestors were saved by the seagulls True. during the infestation of all of the crickets. What were they? Oh, uh, wait, was swarm Angie of whatever? Mormon? I don't know. She lives in Utah. <laughs> and um, now has become the state bird. Yeah. So maybe not 
crap on your state bird. <laughs> or Ooh. it's going to crap on you. It will. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> you better defend the seagulls. It's so funny. I know so much about Utah. I know. Once <laughs> so we moved weird. here, we learned way more about Utah than we learned but about But isn't that our... interesting? Like, they a uh, long time ago, the Mormons had, like, an infestation of locusts. And yeah. they were eating all their crops. And they said a swarm. They prayed. And then a swarm a of flock. seagulls. A flock. There you go. Um, came over the mountains, ate them all up, regurgitated them into the Salt Lake City, and then... Great, Sa- Salt Great Salt Lake, and then came back and kept eating them and kept eating them. Yeah. So. And saved the Mormons. So, if sorry they had to poop along the way. Yeah, my goodness. Don't you have to poop when you eat a lot? <laughs> so, again, uh, she also mentions that part of what Meredith was talking about was John not working. Yes. Not well, nice. Lisa's pissed. Yeah, she she can't even hide it. Oh no! They all arrive, start arriving to dinner. Whitney looks gorgeous, always, always. But she looked especially pretty tonight. I felt Heather shows up also looking gorgeous, but with a custom evil eye patch. And everybody's like, "How did she get that?" I'm like, "You know, production could probably run and grab her an eye patch from CVS." But no, why would you have to when Jen Shaw clearly travels with everything? Yes, (laughs) that's so random. Who carries an eye patch in their luggage? <laughs> yes. Does she have like a like a peg leg and a parrot in there? I mean, I was trying to think back at some of the costumes they wore on this trip. I couldn't think of one that would require an eye patch. Is it like know. a is there like a two parter to it for like a sleep mask or? <laughs> I, I don't just know. can't figure it out. Angie K is carried in by a tiny little Zeus and Hercules. I, it was probably. Uh, well, it was probably somebody from, like, Glam Squad. Somebody's Glam Squad or something. I don't know. I, don't, I thought I don't she rented so. them. I thought probably, she rented them. Maybe. Uh, she gets, Girl, you need to give me a call. You, I'm right. That'd be a great Hercules. I think Angie K listens, actually. As Hi, she Angie. mentioned something. Sorry for reading you about the seagulls, but hey. That was really hurtful. I mean, it was so degrading. And not even funny. <laughs> Hit me up, girl. <laughs> We're still big fans. I am a performer. <laughs> okay, at this Grecian dinner, guess what is served to the I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to hear about this. I don't want you to sing it. I don't want you to mention it because it is haunting me now ever since you brought it up. Dana is handed a platter of stuffed grape leaves. Stuffed grape leaves. They were good. They were delicious. I want to have some now. I'm going to shoot myself. That's going to be <laughs> stuck in my head for the rest of the day. I say I'm going to slip my wrist all the time. And- Stuff grip leaves. <laughs> Stuff grip leaves. Yeah. How did the season... How did Stuff Grape Leaves become a friend of this season? Because you brought it up. Yeah, it's pretty. I was pretty excited to see them. I was pretty excited to see them. <laughs> Ugh. So Heather asks the other team, which would be again Whitney, Lisa, and Dana, about their day. Mm-hmm. They got ice cream, then had a very, very informative conversation. Oh yeah. I mean, Lisa just can't wait. She's been stewing so much, and you could kind of see Lisa's about to say another thing, but Whitney in her fashion said needs to bring it up and true whitney fashion mm-hmm. is right and she's like who brought up lisa's sec filing and lisa follows up with like why is everybody so worried about my sec filing? <laughs> and meredith's like well i 
I'm not worried about it. And Lisa's, Lisa's like, well, like, why are you talking yeah. about it? She's like, well, I talked about it in passing. <laughs> Only and then passing. lightning came out of the skies. And that was the end of Meredith. <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, no, Meredith, you've had full-on conversations. She's like, oh, I just go to the water cooler and talk about it all the oh, time. Yeah, What's yeah. wrong with that? It's not like I'm obsessed. I'm just, or I'm trying to get back at you I was or just walking down State Street and someone walked by and I said, hey, did you hear about Lisa's Lisa? <laughs> oh, Liam Nothing passing. major. Liam passing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lisa clears up that it's not for Vita Tequila. It's for Tequila Ciudad. And I think it's so funny that you all want to chit-chat about me. And Mary's like, well, you chit-chat about us. Honey, please. And Lisa's like, I had one slip up. And yeah. Meredith's like, don't go there. And then Lisa. is <laughs> such a, a Meredith impression. Don't go there. What are you going to do? Talk more gossip about me and say my husband doesn't have a job? It was so amazing. She's good. It was Probably the best part of the episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, the team that was on at the winery all realized that Angie K just kind of came back and unloaded everything to Lisa. And it all just... It all just comes back to last season's rant. Mm-hmm. You could tell right here. And even Meredith brings it up again. She brings it up multiple times about how she shouldn't talk about her family and blah, 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 blah. And Lisa- you know what Lisa should say? Listen, I was only saying it in passing. well lisa you know she endangered the lives of sas 4000 employees how can lisa be forgiven does lisa need to take therapy like i i still don't understand how lisa can be forgiven even if lisa went through therapy and during therapy had to like make it a huge crying apology to meredith again um i don't think um meredith would still trust her fully yeah or maybe that's what she needs Maybe they need to go to therapy together. Hmm. That's what they need to do. There you go. Friendship, relationship, therapy. But Lisa's like, I only had one bad moment in our whole relationship. I've been like, uh-uh. Not, you didn't call me when, you did, when my dad died. You've talked about me behind my bath. You got my makeup artist canceled. Like, how was Lisa Barlow getting everybody's stuff canceled? Just before, the, like, at the peak of a pandemic. Who does that? She got Angie's caterers supposedly canceled. Now she's getting Meredith's makeup artist canceled. Watch out for Lisa. Watch out for Lisa. Next thing you know, she's not going to let you use the bathroom where you went to. So they, I, they also argue about, did Lisa go on a rant or a tirade? It's like, did you say trash bag whore or garbage whore? I dang it. I wanted to look up what both. I wanted to look up the definition of both of those. I'm gonna look it up words, right now and just right see what the huge difference does. of it is. I guess I can close this window that has Attorney Anthony Lopez on it from Real Housewives of Miami. Oh, and looking at that, hottie. I can search for. Oh, say so. A rant is a long, angry, and impassioned speech. And a tirade is a long, angry speech of criticism or accusation. So maybe that's the key there. Of accusations. Meredith, did you really know that's the difference between a rant and a tirade? Or were you just, you know, just trying to be difficult? I don't know. I don't like to operate off of things that aren't fact. She is smart. She does look up a lot of stuff. She has been searching into Lisa a lot. Hmm. So she probably did. It's the accu- maybe. Huh. She's like, I want to use the right word for this. <laughs> wow. Okay. I I just stood corrected. 
And I think, I think it, and I, I think if Lisa even heard that description, she'd be like, "All right, fine, tirade." <laughs> I think we all just got got corrected. You schooled everybody. Meredith did well. <laughs> so they argue, they fight, they uh, go back to the tirade and rant all over again. Uh, there's still more, a little bit more about Angie K aligning with Lisa, but it's there's just there's a lot of chaos. Yeah, but luckily it's only between like two people right now. Yeah, true. But it's over the same thing again, and it's annoying. We in the episode with Whitney and Heather are both like trying to end on a positive note. Like, how about if we all just we're a group of women, we all love each other, no matter. Have you noticed Whitney has at once this season done her cleanse thing, where she like r- like cleanses uh, her aura like this? Oh yeah, this this, this this circle circle circle. I think she did the be- very beginning of the season, but not since then. Hmm. Yeah. Well, she was. They were. She and Heather were both kind of trying to cleanse the aura right now. Mm-hmm. But you know what would cleanse everyone's aura? If I could find out what how gave Heather a black eye. Yes, that would okay. cleanse the aura. Yeah. <laughs> but Heather yes. and Heather even says, like, if someone does a secret knock on your door, don't open it. Did she say did she say don't open it or do don't yeah, she said don't open it. Yeah. That's why I really feel like Heather's getting bits and pieces of information, and that's why it looks so confusing. But I think we can all agree that you know, all of this is in one day. It probably didn't have to be spread out so much over so many episodes. Yeah. They've been teasing it for weeks. Well, they've been teasing it since the beginning of the season. Yeah. So I think they really could have just made it a lot shorter and we'd all be a lot, we would all wouldn't be so annoyed by it. Mm-hmm. We want some, like when you tease somebody that long and still don't have an answer, it that's just pisses everyone off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what pisses me off? Hmm. We didn't get any new reviews this week. I know. Not even around Christmas. I mean, it didn't really piss me off. But it's so nice when we get reviews. You punched a hole through a wall. (laughs) You are lying. I'm just joking. (laughs) It was Jin Shaw's breasts with a nipple ring. They broke right through the wall. Right through that wall. (laughs) And we would also be very upset if you didn't follow us on our social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You can also watch us on YouTube, The Real House Bears. And you can also listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, please scroll down and give us a five-star rating and a cute little review. And we will talk about you on air and make you hashtag House Bears Famous. Have a great week. Ah! Bye. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. All right, let's do a sound check. Hello, sound check. Sound checking, sound, sound. Something interesting, something new, something different, something fresh. Something borrowed, something blue. (laughs) Yes.